This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Lola V. Lola V is an award-winning hair care line by none other than Jennifer Aniston. They offer clean, plant-powered products for every hair type and texture. I just did my whole hair care routine with all the products the other night, and I am obsessed. Along with incredible shampoo and conditioner, they have an intensive repair treatment that you can use once a week. They also have a lightweight hair oil. There's a leave-in treatment and there's also a glossing detangler, which I need because lately I want to do my hair in like a slicked back look, but my hair's too frizzy. Get 15% off Lola V with the code MOMROOM at www.lolav.com slash MOMROOM and Lola V is L-O-L-A-V-I-E. Ah, mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hello Bello. It's always a struggle when you're shopping as a mom to have to choose between what's best for your baby and what's best for your budget. Of course, we want the best of the best for our babies, especially when it comes to products that you're going to be putting directly on their skin, but we also don't want to break the bank account at the same time. This is exactly why Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard co-founded Hello Bello, which is built on the simple idea that all babies deserve the best, which is why they offer premium baby products at affordable prices. Their diaper bundling service lets you choose from a ton of fun designs with new designs being released every season. The lovely people at Hello Bello wanted to give the Mom Room podcast listeners a discount. So right now, if you go to hellobello.ca or .com for listeners in the U.S. and use the promo code THEMOMROOM at checkout, you'll get 25% off your diaper bundle order. That's a huge bang for your buck and a lot of potential blowouts saved. That's hellobello.ca or .com with the promo code THEMOMROOM to start bundling with 25% off your first order. With their bundling service, you will get seven packs of diapers, plant-based wipes, and one free full-size product with your first order. Plus, you can get 15% off any add-ons like bubble bath, lotion, shampoo, hair detangler, and I always get asked what we put in Milo's hair because his hair is fabulous, and that is what we put in, the Hello Bello hair detangler. You guys will love their products, so don't forget, it's hellobello.ca or .com with the promo code THEMOMROOM. All right, all right, all right. That's my Matthew McConaughey impression, and I will never stop doing it. It is Monday for me, but I am releasing this episode on Tuesday, so it is a solo episode. Uh, Last week, I said that this week I was going to talk about this article that I found online that talks about how to communicate your needs to your partner. 
It's funny because communicating needs, no matter how small they might be, for example, wanting to repot plants for an hour, or something major like changing how the household chores get done or something that's more of like a daily thing. It seems simple, but I think it's difficult to bring things up when you're in a relationship that's been going a certain way for a long time and to bring up that you want things to be different might be a little bit uncomfortable or It makes you nervous because you don't know how your partner is going to respond. So I think that's a huge reason why people don't vocalize things and just kind of let it go. And the worst part about doing that is that I think it slowly builds up resentment. Because if you're really wanting something... Uh, you need something, like you need more alone time, you need more help, you know, doing household chores, you need more attention from your partner in the evenings. Maybe your partner is obsessed with a certain computer game or game on their phone and they're constantly playing that and you wish you guys had more time to spend with one another where your attention is on each other and you're not just sitting next to each other on the couch. Um, yeah, so I totally admit that it can be difficult to bring these things up. I know for me, when I feel like I need more contact with my husband, whether that's, you know, we're watching TV together with nobody on their phones or laptops. And it's so funny because if I'm sitting there watching TV and my husband is sitting beside me and he's on his phone or his laptop, I don't feel as connected to him because we're not both um, focusing on the TV show. And it sounds so stupid, but if we both make an effort to say, okay, you know, tonight our show is on, let's say it's 90 Day Fiance, like last night, we want each other to not be on our phones, to not be on our laptops, and we lay together and sometimes we cuddle and we watch our show together. It just makes me feel better. Because I think a lot of the times we spend a lot of time with our partner, especially in quarantine and with COVID, Um, but maybe one of you or both of you is not mentally there because they're focused on their phone or their computer. So when I feel like I want more of that connected-ish time with my husband, during the day I will just say, let's cuddle tonight, let's pick a movie tonight and let's eat some snacks and watch a movie, Um, which... You know, it's not like a big serious sit down conversation, but I notice that desire or that need in myself and I'm able to communicate it to my husband and, you know, to him, it's not a big deal at all. But if I didn't say something, then it probably wouldn't happen. And that is just one simple example, but you can imagine all the things that you and your partner do throughout the day. Um, especially if you have kids, there's a million different needs that each person may have that should be communicated to the other person. Um, And so one of the quotes that I pulled from this article, and I'll put the article in the episode notes so you can read it, 
Um, it says, you have a right to ask for the things you need in a relationship. In fact, you have a responsibility to yourself and your partner to be clear about your needs. You are the expert on yourself. No one else, not even your partner, can read your mind and know what you need in the way of support, intimate contact, time alone, domestic order, independence, sex, love, financial security, and so on. This episode is brought to you by Magic Spoon. You guys know I have been very intentional with what we've been eating lately. I'm looking at protein, I'm looking at sugar content, and avoiding things like artificial ingredients or colorings. Milo used to always want pancakes or waffles in the mornings, and now he is getting into cereal, and I'm so excited because Magic Spoon is the perfect option. Their variety pack has four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. They have zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five grams of carbs per serving. They're made with wholesome ingredients, no artificial flavors or dyes, and I'm just so happy that he's getting a good amount of protein before he goes off to school. And it's a great snack for me and my husband too, because 13 to 14 grams of protein in the cereal, now you add a high protein milk, you're set. That is such a high protein snack or meal. I should also mention that it is gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So go to magicspoon.com slash momroom to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code momroom at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So try a delicious bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash momroom and use the code momroom to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. It is 2024. As busy parents, it's hard to completely overhaul our lives, but what we can do is make small changes that will make our lives easier. And that is where Little Spoon comes in. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Little Spoon offers baby blends, biteables, and plates. So baby blends is fresh, organic baby food. They have single ingredients, but also multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. Biteables make the transition to finger foods easy because they are cut perfectly to size, which promotes self-feeding. And of course, all the Biteables are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. And then there are plates for your toddlers and your bigger kids. They are meals that are free of all the bad stuff. They taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. They have things like hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous things like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. Little Spoon also has smoothies and build-it-yourself lunches. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? It is super flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. You can pick up the menu and change up what you order every single time. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You and your kids will love it. It's a huge win-win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. And the biggest take-home message is the other person cannot read your mind. So I think what happens is 
we have this thought about our partner. Let's say your husband loves playing a game on their phone and they'll play it all night and they just kind of get lost in it and time flies and they don't even realize that, you know, two hours just went by and you've been sitting on the couch stewing because you want them to pay attention to you or you want to put on a show and have you guys enjoy the show together and talk about the show or talk about your day, whatever it is that you want to do. They don't know that. They're just like, oh, I like this game. I'm going to start playing this game. They don't know that you're sitting on the other side of the couch fuming inside. And when you don't say anything, I think it just builds resentment. And I just did an episode with Dr. Tracy Dalgleish all about resentment. And this is what happens. You don't communicate your needs you start to build resentment and then what happens I think and I can relate to this I've definitely done this before is you almost start to look for your partner to do those things or not do the things that you wish they did or wish they didn't do so instead of just saying oh tonight do you want to just not use our phones and put on a show and eat some snacks and I always have snacks involved Uh, and, you know, talk about our day or whatever it is. And it doesn't have to sound so corny, you know. You can just say, like I say, in the day, I'll just be like, let's snuggle tonight. And my husband's like, okay. And then he knows that I just want to put our phones away and snuggle and not um, have our attention be on something else. So, yeah, resentment builds. And then you start to look for them doing that thing or not doing the thing almost like a confirmation bias. Like you want to be like, yeah, see, there you go. He's doing it again. Like, oh, and then it just builds and builds and builds when really all you need to do is communicate what you want. And if you communicate what you want and they don't do it or they, you know, reject what you're saying or act like an ass, then you can be pissed and you can move forward and figure out how to deal with that. But I think for the most part, people will acknowledge what their partner is saying and try to meet that need. This is why we're in a relationship together. I just want to give a definition of confirmation bias because this is exactly what happens. So confirmation bias is the tendency to search for, interpret, favor, and recall information in a way that confirms or supports one prior, one's prior beliefs or values. So I think once that resentment is built up for whatever behavior, um, I think you just start to look for that and you ignore maybe other positive things that they do and it just snowballs and it's a whole thing. But anyways, that episode with Tracy is coming out soon. It is amazing. Uh, So I'm going to get into this article and tell you guys what they did was they basically wrote out a script for how to communicate your needs to your partner. So full disclosure, this is probably for things that are more major or things that have been a pattern, like you're in a rut of, you know, not talking in the evenings or whatever it is. Um, It's not necessarily like, can I have an hour? Or maybe maybe it is used for small things as well. It's just, it's all dependent upon the situation. But I think these are really good tips for how to bring up the conversation and so they call it the needs script and 
the first thing that they talk about is the situation. So you want to start off the conversation by offering a straightforward description of the situation um, without using any biased language or like defensiveness or criticism, all that stuff that I talked about in last week's episode um, when I talked about the four things not to do. I think that was last week um, and it was all based on the Gottman's uh, research. So yes, the situation. So an example of this would be, we've been fighting a lot more than usual these last few weeks or we're $300 over our budget this month. We haven't had sex in two months. So it's just a very clear descriptive um, facts about the current situation that you're having an issue with. The example with the phones in the evening would be something like, I've noticed that we're both on our phones quite a bit in the evenings after our kids go to bed. So that's the situation. And then you move on to feelings. So again, similar to what the Gottmans recommend, you're going to use I statements, not you do this or you never do this. Um, So you're talking about your feelings and you're not blaming your partner. So you don't want to, they say in this article, explode or be accusatory um, because then the person is gonna feel defensive and we know that that never ends up well. So in order to keep the conversation as a problem-solving discussion rather than an argument, you describe the situation and then you want to give your feeling about the situation. How does that situation make you feel? They give some tips to be descriptive with your feelings. So instead of just saying angry, Are you angry and, you know, it's making you feel sad? Are you angry and frustrated, Um, irritated? I use the word irritated a lot because that's how I feel, irritated. Does the, the expression of irritation look like anger? Yes, but I know the reason I am angry is because I'm irritated. Then they talk about the intensity of the feelings. So is this something that is just like a low level feeling right now and you don't want it to get worse or are you really feeling this way um, and it's a very heightened uh, kind of emotion? Uh, Then there's the duration. How long have you been feeling this way? Um, Do you only feel this way at certain times in the day? Um, Have you felt irritated for weeks or is it just you know that week before your period or you know I'm talking for myself here Uh, so then you have cause and context so you don't want to blame your partner for that feeling but it's more so like this situation is making me feel this way so some examples of sharing your feelings are things like Getting numerous reminders about doing something makes me feel patronized. So if your partner is constantly on you um, to do certain things. Uh, I feel frustrated when there are things all over the floor. I get really worried about our finances when I see an overdraft notice arrive in the mail and so on and so on. So uh, the phone example in the evening, I would say something like, 
I feel sad when we're both just looking at our phones and not communicating with each other in the evenings. Or when you answer emails on your laptop in the evening, I feel disconnected from you. So up next is the request for behavior change. And these, the biggest part of this um, this piece is that it has to be specific. You can't just say, I wish you were more loving towards me. Well, what does that mean? What does that look like for you? Um, I think when you throw out these generalized requests, people are confused. They don't know what that means and they might get annoyed uh, or irritated or frustrated that they don't know how to meet that need for you. So what does that look like? Um, so for example... I would really like it if you could put your dirty dishes away in the dishwasher and close the cabinets after you take stuff out of them. I would appreciate it if you didn't make jokes about me being out of work in front of your parents. Uh, It would mean a lot to me if you gave me a kiss when I came home from work and asked me how my day was. Um, a, A big example that I always give of this is... When I would get irritated when my husband came home from work during quarantine last year, I couldn't figure out why I was so annoyed. And then once I did figure it out, I simply asked him, when you get home from work, can you come and sit with us for 10 minutes and like talk with me Um, and just like full attention on Milo and I before you start like doing the dishes or getting stuff ready for dinner or whatever. Because I realized that I was so excited all day for my husband to come home from work and then he would walk through the door and start doing something else like after he obviously acknowledged us and gave us a kiss or whatever. Um, But yeah, I needed like 10, 15 minutes of just his full attention because I was excited that he was home. So yeah, that was a simple request, easy to fix. Do I still have to give him reminders from time to time about that? Yes, and I don't get upset at him about about it because that's just his natural, you know, he's home, he's like, okay, let's get dinner ready. I get it, but that's why it's important for me to share my needs to him because he can't read my mind. And someone else might not care that he comes home and says hello and gives us a kiss and then goes and starts dinner. Some people might be like, fuck, that's amazing. But for me, I needed that time as soon as he got home. For the cell phone thing, it's really simple. Between 9 and 10 p.m., can we put all electronics away and just be together for that hour? Some other tips that they talk about is keeping your tone, so your voice calm. Uh, Pick a time to talk about these things when your partner can give you their full attention. Uh, Like don't, you know, mention something as they're walking out the door. Um, And start small if this is not something that you're used to or even that your partner is used to. Maybe you guys can start just doing small things rather than large ones. And once you see how well it works with just small things, you'll move on to bigger and bigger um, things. So yeah, I thought this was such a good article because it's so um, applicable to everyday life and it's a skill and a communication skill especially that I think everybody should have and just be more comfortable expressing their needs to their partner no matter how big or how small they are. I think I will probably put up a thing on Instagram tomorrow and have you guys share um, 
needs that you have discussed with your partner and what that looked like, like what that conversation looked like, because I'm really curious to know what are some things that other people realized that they needed from their relationship or in their lives that they communicated to their partner about. Um, So yeah, look out for that. I have a big day today. Mondays are always so busy. So I get this episode up and ready to go. And then what else am I doing today? I am going to do some emails. I am doing some prep for a podcast tomorrow. Uh, I have a podcast recording on Wednesday. I have something very exciting that I'm doing on Friday that I'm so pumped for and I've been wanting to do it forever. So stay tuned for that. Um, Yeah, I don't really have much else to say. I mean, I do, but I need to get other stuff done. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and if you haven't already, please go rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. It means so much to me because that is what keeps me at the top of the charts and then if you're in the charts, more people find your show and it's just like a nice little snowball effect. Um, Yeah, that's all for now and I really hope that your children sleep tonight and that you sleep tonight as well. (laughs) 